Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are talking about May the 4th. May the 4th. Be with you. Be, be, be with you, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to finish it or if I was going to finish it, but we both did it. It's fine. We both, yep. Um, And so uh, we're going to talk about like some of the things that are happening. Not all the things. I don't know all the things, but we'll we'll talk about some of the things. Dude, there's always so many things. There's so many May the 4th things that uh, it's hard to to talk about them all. Hard to cover. Yeah, I know. It's pretty wild, John. Um, And uh, and we've got some picks of the week. But first, John, uh, what have you been up to this week? Uh, so it's been like two weeks. Um, so, cause I like at the last second of, uh, of one of those episodes, I hurt my back and, uh, got some x-rays. That's worth it. Everything's good. Everything's fine with Everything's it. Fine. Everything's fine. It's nothing. You no, ended up like, getting x-rays. I'm glad that makes me yeah. feel better. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, like, no, like, well, it's like whenever, whenever like you heard it and it's like, well, okay, it's, it's not like worse, but it just didn't get yeah. much better the for next couple days. Better. Like, yeah. but got the x-rays, um, the, uh, everything's fine. Like no, no broken bones, no slipped discs where everything's in the right spots. That's good. It's, it was just like muscularly very painful <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for, yeah, for yeah. some time there. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it's, it's healing up nicely at this point. Did we miss two weeks? Two weeks. Yeah. It's been two weeks. I oh think. my gosh. I didn't even realize that. Um, but yeah, so it's been a minute, but, but like in that time, Chris, I have hmm. done a decent number of things. Oh, all right. Let's just um, roll through it. The first one is I finished that uh, Tron game on the Switch, the uh, oh. the visual visual novel game. Yeah. And man, that thing has some like twists and turns, and you can end up like I actually played through like a portion of it again, like because dude, like I I made some decisions. I was like basically I was like okay, well my character is gonna play it this way. Like you're you play as a detective, and so like you kind of get presented with like are you gonna be like the mean detective or are you gonna be like uh you know more like hey let's investigate. And I decided my detective is anytime there was a, uh, an option to ask a question, gonna ask the question. <laughs> mm, that's good. You know, so like rather than like, you know, shutting down a, a conversation or like, you know, ending a, ending something like with a statement like, I don't like you or like in your face or anything. Like oh that. It was gosh. always just like, it was always just like, what, what can I get more information from these people? And uh, from these programs, obviously, because this is Tron. And so you're, you know, th- the story that I ended up with, man, like there was a moment in there where like a twist happened and I was like, oh my goodness, this went places. And, uh, and so I had to replay some spots because like, I wanted to figure out like, okay, what if I had done, like, what if I had approached it differently and dude, you can end up in drastically different spots. It's a very cool, uh, visual novel in that way where like people that like you really like and are like helping you or like, you know, are your like allies can just literally just like really dislike you, like just be your enemy at the end. Mm. Um, so depending on how you play it, um, the puzzles aspect was really fun. It's like, uh, there's numbers and, and symbols. It's basically like, uh, think of like a, a card, a deck of cards around a circle. And so you can like move them and, and match the number or the, or the, the suit in order to eliminate them. And you're supposed to get it down, like on the different puzzles, get them down to a specific, um, a specific like numbers where it's like, Oh yeah, you want to end up with two cards at the end of this puzzle. Um, 
And that's really cool because, like, in the universe, it's basically your character, your detective. You can basically defrag people's uh, programs. Like, you can basically, like, you know, quash all the bugs. So, like, there's some people with, like, memory where they can't remember something at one point. And they're like, hey, here, you know, can you help me, like, remember this? And so you go in and that's the puzzly aspect of it. Um, I don't know how much changes based on your performance in the puzzles. Cause like you can do additional unlocks. Like if you, Oh, if you unlock, uh, uh, basically like match four twos in a row, um, in this, uh, in this puzzle, you can unlock this extra like bit of dialogue or this extra thing. And so I didn't pay attention to much of that early on while I was playing, but then I noticed, I was like, okay, I really want to pay attention to some of this stuff later on. Um, and definitely got some additional context, but I'm not sure like if that, changes the story like how the story works like i'm not sure how deep the gameplay interacting with the story is or if it's just like oh additional little like factoids or unlocks or details in like in like your journal or whatever um anyway it's fantastic i really enjoyed it the music was great um the uh the it's called tron identity it's on switch um it's not not super expensive this is like i again like i'm I've played every single Tron game that ha like has existed and I've, I've read all the comics and watched all the shows. So like, I think there's very, at this point, there's very, very few Tron things that I haven't consumed. Um, I haven't ridden the ride. There's the light cycle ride at, at Disney world. Now I, uh, I'm excited to ride that at some point. Nice. But, uh, but yeah, it's a great game. If you are into like story based games, it's a fun one to dive into. And obviously you kind of have to like the Tron universe. <laughs> um, the setup of it is interesting because like, it's basically, this is a, uh, the, there were some programs, you know, if you remember back to Tron legacy, the sequel, like the one with like uh, Daft Punk as the, doing the, the music, um, there was like, there was a set of programs that were, um, like basically being being like uh, hunted down and and uh, deleted or destroyed or whatever, and so this was a a separate server where like a lot of those programs left and were offloaded. It's basically like an arc that like <laughs> they escaped that server onto a new server, and this is that. And so like that kind of plays into it because there's this lore about like the past server that because this is generations and generations later. Um, Anyway, it's a it's a fun one, man. I uh, I I enjoyed myself playing it. Nice, that's awesome. Um, I also finished Mandalorian, the finale, um, the Mandalorian mm. season three. It was fantastic. I very very much enjoyed it, dude. Um, it's a great season. It's all out now, so you sh if anybody was holding off for the whole season, go watch it now. It's it's great. Um, and yeah, the uh, you know. Uh, what else is there to say about the Mandalorian? I've, I love the Mandalorian. It's, it's, it's a great show. And this, <laughs> this season was awesome. So, um, I, I, there were a lot of people who were like, ah, I don't know. It's, it's way more, you know, pulpy or whatever than, than some of the other ones, but it, I didn't necessarily feel like it was, I feel like it's more, um, it definitely has like a side story esque kind of setup to it. Um, where like you're dealing with a lot of external characters rather than just, uh, Mando and, and Grogu. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it, it was really fun to, fun to watch all of that, especially having come from, um, Clone Wars and Rebels and stuff. There's a lot of things that kind of tie in with that, if you know that, but they do a really good job of setting all of that up, even if you don't remember any of that. So, um, anyway, so Mandalorian, but that's what I've been up to aside from what I'll talk about in a second. What have you been up to over the past week or, or two at this point, Chris? 
Yeah, so I'll talk about two things. Uh, the first thing is um, a couple weeks ago now, I guess, uh, went to the, it was the 20th anniversary of Return of the King, and so they re-released it into theaters. Yes. And uh, we went to go see it, a uh, group of us, some some people who've been on the, sh- the show before, uh, Josh Hancock and uh, Megan Ledford, um, we all went and watched uh, watched it in theaters. I, I, mean, I haven't seen it in theaters since it came out 20 years ago. So it was really cool to to see and uh, experience again. It was the extended edition, John. So it was a Whoa. good four hours. That's the first. Yeah. That would be the first time that that you had seen that in the theaters for sure. Oh, hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. I've never seen any of the extended editions in theaters, um, and it was great. I mean, you know, I mean, it's a great movie anyway. You know, won Best Picture, nominated for like eleven Academy Awards or something like that, but. Um, I mean, you, you kind of forget how good it is. Um, I don't revisit oh, them nearly nearly enough. Uh, I should revisit them more often. Um, Dude, the 4K versions are they they are fantastic. They look real good uh, as compared to like the previous version before that. So yeah, I don't even own them like own them on digital. I can watch them on like uh, on HBO Max right now. You check um, and see if those they are keep the 4K versions. If they're not the 4K versions, they're just gonna look green. Mm, yeah, I don't know. They all have like, cause like the the HD version that they did, um, the the like for some re releases or whatever, and they released those to Netflix a while like a long time ago. Those all just kind of like look really strange from a color perspective. Um, whereas like the blue the four K Blu rays that they came out with, I guess like a few year a couple years ago at this point, um, like Peter Jackson and, and like the cinematographer went in and like made sure it all matched up with like the original kind of uh film like the and so it looks really nice uh the 4k versions do so make sure that whenever you watch it on streaming that it's not streaming H, uh, an sd version with the weird color so yeah yeah that's a good call that's a good call so uh, i did that that was awesome and then uh, the other thing i'll i'll talk about is uh, i went to go see you for me talk about nate bargatze before on the uh, the podcast, went to see him, um, his comedy show here in Nashville. Uh, it's his hometown, grew up here, um, and uh, his first time playing Bridgestone Arena, which is our hockey arena, um, holds around 20,000 people. Uh, he set the record for the hi- the highest attendance at Bridgestone um, with his, his comedy, uh, comedy night. Is that for, uh, is, for comedy, or is that like, you know, Justin no, Timberlake and over, stuff included? Overall. Yep, wow. everything included. Which I mean, uh, you know, some of it's just kind of inherent to like the way that they did it. You know, he, they did it in the round, and so they didn't have to, you know, cut off a bunch of seats. Like when Justin Timberlake's ah. there, for instance, or Elton John. You know, yep. there's a bunch of seats behind the stage that they can't fill. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, and I was about to say because like that, those shows sold out, so that makes sense. And it, 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 yeah. doing it in like as like a a full circle makes yep. a lot of sense. That that, that and that, you've yeah. got people. People on the floor, you know, um, yeah. because, uh, you know, like at a hockey game, for instance, it's in the round, but mm-hmm. they can't, like, they have to have all the room for the, the hockey rink. And so, well, even like I mean, for they, a concert, if you do it in round, like it, it, the stage takes up some, the stage some is pretty big. Yeah. 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 You know, totally. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Super pumped about that. That was awesome. It was all new material. Um, if you haven't checked him out, you should check him out. He's great. Um, and, uh, Probably one of my favorite. He's probably I, like honestly, probably after Jerry Seinfeld. It probably goes Jerry Seinfeld and now Nate Bargatze and then like Brian Regan. Like those are the top three comedians for me. So um, he's uh, he's great. So that's that's really what I'm up to. 
in that case, I think it's time for a pick of the week. Pick of the week. All right, John, Ooh. what is your pick of the week? Okay, so my pick of the week this week is a little video game that came out in 2022? Maybe it was 2021. I don't remember. It came out a while back, and I remember being like, oh, that's cool. And then um, it just kind of like sank into my consciousness where I just, I just did not remember that it existed until there was a Nintendo Direct um, like two, like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. And, uh, and there's DLC for this game. Um, and it is called Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon. Oh. Um, so this game is from Yacht Club, the developers of Shovel Knight, which is a fantastic, uh, 2D platforming game. And they subsequently then released basically like four or five other games, uh, and just like kind of threw them in uh, to the Shovel Knight game as, like, DLC. So, like, if you go load into the, the Shovel Knight campaign now, even on, like, my 3DS, like, before before the 3DS eShop went away, um, I made sure I, down, I, like, had updated that game um, because the treasure trove is what it's called now. The, the Shovel Knight treasure trove includes, like, four, different, four or five different campaigns that you can play through. Um, all it was included for free. So this is similar to that, though. So this is a, uh, a puzzle game. So think about it in terms of like a top-down, you are walking around as your, your knight, as Shovel Knight, and the enemies fall from the top to the bottom, kind of like uh, like bean, Mean Bean Machine do. And it, rather than like manipulating the things falling, you're walking around attacking things. And so if they're connected, the different colors, the types, enemy types are touching other enemy types. Whenever you explode some, it damages the uh, others. So you're kind of just like walking around on this puzzle as things are falling um, and you have a health bar. And you're also trying to keep the screen from filling up um, the same way that you would with a, uh, with a puzzle game. You can play it two different ways. There's, there's like a, it asks you at, at a certain point, like after your first kind of like tutorial, it asks you, how do you want to play this? You want to play this uh, more like a roguelike or more like a puzzle game. I personally opt for the puzzle game side of things um, because what it, that means is that if you lose all of your hearts, like if, you, if, you're, if Shovel Knight dies, you don't have to start all the way at the beginning. Um, so you play it with infinite lives, but the fail state is if it fills up. And so you're kind of kind of constantly walking around. You still have to like keep an eye on your health because you can't while you're while you're respawning, you can't um, break any blocks or take any enemies out or anything like that. And so you kind of have to still be aware of those hearts, but the you know the core of it is like okay it's not like a fail state if you uh if you like lose all your hearts you just kind of like respawn but while you're respawning you're not breaking any of the the other blocks that are that are filling up the the stage anyway it's a very fun game there are different uh characters that you could unlock and the dlc uh adds even more things like new characters and new levels and new puzzles to to kind of do um there's boss fights which are really cool um, it's, it's altogether a, a, a pretty fun puzzle game, um, and a twist on that, like, that, uh, game genre that, like, I didn't, didn't expect. I didn't expect it to be, like, kind of like a, a mix between a, a battler and a puzzle game at the same time. Nice. Um, but that's my pick of the week. It's a, uh, the, the Shovel Knight 
Pocket Dungeon is what that's called. I believe it's on cell phones and on Switch, and it's going to be coming to all the other consoles uh, like later this year. So Cool, cool. Well, Chris, what is your pick of the week this week? Yeah, so my pick of the week is a book. It is uh, Star Ooh. Wars Timelines. Uh, it's a, uh, um, it's a, a hardback book that um, walks through like all the timelines in the Star Wars universe, starting um, really with... With the uh, some of the books that the, are back way back in the uh, the old Republic and uh, tells where everything fits in. I mean, it's freaking huge. I didn't like. It's funny because I'm like, man, I didn't know Disney had this much content like out there at this point. But yeah, uh, I guess it does. And like that's the thing. Like, uh, so I have it too. Um, and like, it is gigantic. It, it, it is laid out in very cool ways. Like where it's like, okay, yeah, the front of the book is like the beginning of the timeline. And then the end of the, you know, the back of the book is the, the end of the timeline. Um, and it's like, it, you know, it's gorgeous too. Like all the, all the art inside, like if you open up the front cover, it's got like the, uh, the kind of main splash of the, uh, high Republic stuff. So that's like the earliest book stuff that they have. And then on the back cover is, uh, is we've got Ray with, uh, with the lightsaber, her lightsaber, um, kind of on the back cover, which is, which is fantastic. But like, yeah, like it's organized from in, in chronological order, but like it it has like the evolution of different vehicles inside of there, like on different pages, and like the evolution of different weapons, and like it follows along like the lightsaber kind of oh this lightsaber then goes to this and that like there's different um, different timelines where it's like okay how does all of this interact with the, each other, and uh, that's what I find most fascinating is that like you can look at and track. Um, on some of these pages, let me just like open it up and like look at the table of contents a little bit. Cause like you have like an over overview, like the early history and overview and each section kind of has like, Hey, here's the, the big overview here. And then it gets into the absolute minutia of it all. Um, where you have like, Oh yeah, here's the Skywalker saber and where it travels through time. And then here's like the, uh, yeah, here's the, here's the one I was looking at the evolution of the tie fighter. And so it has like the different iterations of the tie fighter. Like we've seen different iterations in clone wars and in, um, and in rebels and stuff. And so like, it kind of tracks all of those different evolutions, which I find completely fascinating. Um, as like a, you know, from a in universe lore perspective, it's very cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I uh, I really really like it. Mine came damaged, so I'm gonna have to return it and uh, ah, exchange it. But um, yeah, but uh, it's really really cool. I mean, a lot of times it's like, man, when did this take place? And like, they're jumping around a lot in timeline, so it's nice to know uh, that you can kind of place things. The, the I, I'm always like <laughs> the only thing with stuff like this is like, well, it gets out of date pretty quick, you know, like as they start to add new things, new movies, that kind of thing. Yeah, this is one of those where it's like, okay, what edition do you have, you know, or whatever? Because right, it'll right. it'll probably fill in fill in the lines. I do think, you know, this is a relatively good spot to be, and I don't think it included the last uh, this third season of of um, Mandalorian, Mandalorian, but it does include like you know everything before that. But I do think that was a like where it is published. It feels like a pretty good spot because like at the end of uh you know the end of Book of Boba Fett or like the end of uh of uh where like you end grogu and and like you have left them in this where this book is published it feels pretty natural um and then obviously we don't have like a we're not like two movies into a trilogy or something right right totally um so it feels like a pretty natural place to put it um but yeah i I was thinking i was like i was like yeah they're gonna have like an a different edition of this at some point aren't they um 
it's interesting, like, you know, having a large book like this, like that, just the idea of, of pulling all that information together is, is, is wild. <laughs> My pick of the week this week is the, uh, the Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon game. And my pick of the week is Star Wars Timelines. All right, John. Yes. So we just passed it, but it was Star Wars Day. And uh, so we thought it would be fitting to talk about all the things that are honestly still happening for Star Wars Day. And there's just a couple that we're going to call out because I don't know a ton. And I didn't do a ton of research on this. And there's always a lot. So... Um, I'm just kind of going off of what I've seen this week. Um, but the first is there's a uh, a Fortnite event, a Star Wars Fortnite event, and that's happening now in Fortnite. Uh, it's It makes me want to go back to Fortnite because you can play as Darth Maul. And Dude. I know. Uh, I really kind of like that idea. So, I mean, you might find me in Fortnite over the next, uh, next week or so. Um, there's also... A, uh, a Rocket League event, Star Wars Rocket League event going on. You can get uh, droid packs where your cars can look like various droids. That's so, you know, cool. C-3PO and R2-D2 and a slew of other droids. And so I know it makes me want those those as well. Um, can they? Is it, like I always want the ball to be like BB-8, like have just like you I know, know. BB-8's head floating around on it or something like that. I don't know. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, there's also like another a new Simpsons episode. Um, that's gonna be Star Wars centric, uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, and the biggest thing, John, and this is co- coincides with Star Wars Day, so it's over now. But I would have talked about it last week had we podcasted. Um, yeah. It's the uh, the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, and mm. uh, so they brought Return of the Jedi back to theaters, much like the it's like the 20th anniversary of Return of the King and 40th anniversary of uh, Return of the Jedi. Lots nice. of returns. But, um, and so, uh, uh, if you got a chance to see that, um, I'm actually going, uh, tomorrow. So I'm going to see that, uh, this week. Um, I, I think the last time I saw Return of the Jedi in theaters was when the special editions came out. Um, I was about to say, is this the, is this the special edition cut or like which cut? Yeah, it's the the most, it's the most recent cut. It's like the, cool. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's fine. I just like, I haven't seen it in theaters since we were kids. And so. Um, I'm super excited to see that. It's 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 my favorite Star Wars movie, John. Yeah, and it has been since it like since you watched it the first time too. Yeah, yeah. I never, um, I, haven't, I haven't faltered. Dude, that green saber, that 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 green lightsaber that Luke has is fantastic, man. So good. I know. Well, I mean, you you see it the first time, and you're like, oh man, I want that. It's funny because like you know, I I. Uh, as a, you know, as a kid, like I remember thinking, like you know, oh my goodness, that's such a cool, like that's so cool that it's a different color, because like you know, as I hadn't even th- entered my brain that there were any two other colors besides red and blue, <laughs> know, and then so then now it's oh, it's green, yeah. Well, I, and I don't um, know why it doesn't enter our our minds, but like it's just like, yeah. Yeah, it's it just hadn't at that point, you know. Right. <laughs> so, right. So you know, and uh, obviously, like whenever you know we watch the prequels or whatever, it's like, oh man, there's all sorts of different colors. Um, that that also like was was very cool, but no, you know, nothing quite like just completely breaking the, you know, my brain uh, as a kid being like, there it can be green, <laughs> and green green is my favorite color. So it's like yeah, quite yeah, clearly yeah. that you know that's that's my favorite lightsaber. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Um, um, but yeah, and then the, the other thing I wanted to mention is uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor is out, um, and so that's that's pretty fun. Like um, we've got yeah. some other Star Wars stuff like that. 
I, I always love Star Wars Day because they coin like this book, like the Star Wars timelines. They they coincide a lot of stuff around it, which is yep. cool. And uh, I mean, it's definitely a way to like celebrate and feel like you're in this season of Star Wars. You know, the Mandalorian season three is all out. If you wanted to binge it, we already yep. talked about that. Um, yeah, they're they're releasing uh they're releasing another one of the what is it called the Star Wars Visions? It's the anime Star Wars stuff. Oh, um, those, yeah, those kind of aside stories, legends stories uh, that the you know that's gonna be fantastic. I'm excited to watch those. Yeah, it's it's real cool, dude. I uh, I also love the idea of like having the video game. We just had Star Wars Celebration, so like we're talking about like Star Wars and the future of Star Wars too. So yeah. like you have that you have that happen, and then all of this. Um, this additional stuff that you can just kind of like, you know, immerse yourself in um, is out there. I have been reading through, like, there's like a book uh, of a novel, a Star Wars novel that takes place. It's the, it's the Star Wars Jedi um, Fallen Order, like, and it's like a book that falls between the two games. Oh, um, let's see. I'm trying what to figure is out what's called. I'm pulling it up to figure out the is name. Is it a of book it. book or a, or a graphic it's novel? A, it's a book book. Um, oh, it is Jedi so, Star Wars Jedi colon Battle Scars. Does it? Um, and it's pretty good so Star far. Cal? Uh, yeah, it has Cal in it, and, and you oh, kind of like jump goodness. perspective between Cal and Marin and Seer and uh, and uh, oh man, I can't remember uh, Grizz's name or like what is his name? Um, yeah, Grizz or something like that. <laughs> is that I think his that's name? what it is. Yeah, <laughs> the pilot. Yeah, Grease. That's what it is. Grease. Oh, I got okay. it wrong. Grease. Well, uh, like, yeah, uh, jump between yeah. them and Grease. That's, uh, that's that's simultaneously exciting, and then it annoys me because I'm like, well, dang it! Now I need to read this before I play this game. See, I don't know that you do because it's it, like it, it does have some cool stuff in it, right? Like it's a cool adventure with those characters. But like, if I had the like, I haven't I haven't uh like downloaded had time to like download and dive into the game yet. Um, but if I had that time, I wouldn't feel weird about doing that just because Just like, based on what you've I, read so far. Yeah, based on what I've read so far, it's a really cool story and really like kind of has this like um, it's a fun adventure with the characters that you know and love and kind of like talks mm. about how they deal with a lot of the things that they have going on still at the end of that. Like they're on the run at the end of the, the uh, yeah. you know, the previous game. It's like but but the they're on like the Empire's like, um, you know, list of people they know exists out there. So anyway, like it kind of deals with some of that stuff. Um, but I don't think where it's going to end up isn't going to be like a direct lead into the next game. I don't think. Like I think this is just kind of like a cool side story with the characters that you uh, know and love from the from that game. So, um, but at least that's the, the impression that I get so far. But it's it's been fun. I love the 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 their dialogue is in their voice and like whenever you're in each character's head, like books do, um, switching perspectives and stuff. Um, it you know you feel very much like you're right there with them and it's like oh yeah that's exactly what Grease would be thinking right now or like you know mm. that's exactly what Cal would be doing you know um, so that's really cool too but uh, but I'm very excited to dive into the game now I'm more excited after having read this than all I right, uh, than I right. was before yeah I'm excited to get to dive into it I probably won't get to it for a few weeks just yeah, uh, just from things going on but uh, um, I'm excited to play it and dig into it and play through the story and. I mean, I loved the first one. I mean, and and like, yeah. and I, you know, I'm hearing that there are bugs with this one and stuff like that. But like, the first one had bugs, and like, the combat was wonky and kind of terrible. And we talked about that at the time, but I yeah. still freaking loved it. There was like these weird difficulty spikes where you're like, I feel like yeah. this isn't me. I feel no, like yeah, this made is no the sense. Game. <laughs> yeah, and like, and I still, I don't know. There was some kind of like parry system that I never got the hang of because the timing was so stupid and yeah, wonky yeah. and off. And so, you know, whatever. Like, I mean, even it. <laughs> 
even if it's all the same that way. Uh, what I am curious about is like if you start off with the same abilities that you ended with and they just build upon them, or if you start from scratch again. Supposedly you start with the same abilities and like Great. you know perfect. Because like you had the ability to have like two like a double saber like a yeah. double yeah. bladed lightsaber at the end of that one. Yeah, the you have that right off the bat at the beginning the, of this one. So. The like lightning stuff and like yeah. all that. Yeah. That's, yeah, I think awesome. you pretty much start in the same spot that you ended there. Um, cool. Like, I don't think they pull a, they don't pull a, like, Metroid thing where it's like, oh, you have all these cool powers, let's immediately right. take them away. Well, I feel like, they, and I, and I, don't, I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like between, like, uh, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, <laughs> yeah. they, they pulled yeah. a bunch of, like, abilities out. Oh, yeah. They took, then, they took away all your abilities. You had to re-get them. Like, you had to basically like, be like, oh, I need like, to. Am I Batman yeah. again? Why? <laughs> I need to upgrade my Batarang again. Yeah, remote control it again. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but, but I don't remember them doing that between, like, Arkham City and um, Arkham Knight. Right, right. Yeah, they definitely didn't there. I think the way that they explained it, um, like, was that Batman went into, like, went into the, like, I don't know. He, like, went into some secure area in city and then everything went bad and so he didn't have his tools with him yeah, but they that. were like You're trapped right. in the bat cave or something ridiculous i mean listen you can explain it however you want it's still dumb <laughs> it's still super frustrating yeah um no this one i don't think does that but especially considering that like dude the first one was so nice because like whenever you like as as cal kind of like works through his mental block and like his his trauma of like order 66 and stuff it unlocks new force abilities and like i just yeah. loved that aspect of it like he meditates in order to get the new abilities <laughs> yeah yeah it's cool um and goes through like a flashback and then you yeah, get it's new like he forgot them maybe he forgets them yeah. again who knows <laughs> he gets bonked on the head oh no so stupid. no i don't think so i i i, I haven't seen that anywhere in any of That's the like good. critique That's or good. coverage and i feel like that would be uh that would be kind of be all over know, the place yeah, people would be like, "What do you mean? Do you lose all yeah. your abilities?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like you mean Yoda loses his abilities in between movies? Yeah, no, ridiculous. <laughs> oh man! If anything, oh, they all man. get stronger from you know off screen. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Although you know Yoda from uh, the episode three to episode uh, five, I mean he's still <laughs> yeah. strong. But he's not like a spry and right. You know, he's definitely yeah. older. Yeah, I mean it's 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 like it's almost like yeah he's uh I mean and he's also he gets out of practice <laughs> there on Dagobah. Yeah, he's very he very, very, very much like you know a hermit like you know oh, I'm gonna dig around in your food and eat your you know <laughs> yeah yeah he's know, very uh very mischievous or not is that episode is that episode five is that empire yeah, yeah it's that's empire. empire yeah it's empire. yeah because he tells him not to go save his friends yeah yeah because he says he says yeah and then but he doesn't yeah, die barely see jedi. him yeah you don't barely see him in jedi he like you see him in jedi for a few like maybe two scenes i don't know yeah 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 but yeah the uh <laughs> but yeah the, you know if anything like a majority of of the time off screen like you know luke gets stronger between empire and, Re and right. return of the jedi you know or he gets his butt whooped by a bunch of younglings between six and seven. Right. Well, I mean, then <laughs> he shuts himself off from the force completely, you know? So. Yeah. Um, but then, like, you know, in the prequels, like, Anakin gets stronger, way stronger off screen. True. True. 
Oh man. So I hope, I hope, I hope that you start this game and you're like, okay, sweet. It's picking up right where you left off. Um, you know, we'll see the, uh, I do know that there's more than just those two stances that you have. Cause like before you had the double blade and you had the single. And in this one, I think there's like, I've seen like you can separate them. Like that's been in there nice. like, co- coverage. So like, there's at least one more stance like that. That's cool. We're like, Hey, you can have dual wielding lightsabers, like that. Uh, which like is that. real cool. Yeah. All right, John. Well, I hope everyone enjoys uh, Star Wars Day and all the Star Wars Day things happening. Um, I know I will. Same, same. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. You can find us online at SinTargetPodcast.com on social at ChrisTart250. And John Wright 777 And at StakenTargetPod. Please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on on Target. Target.